0: Welcome
1: to the Mike Show.
2: Welcome to the Mike Show. I am Larry Solner and Ryan Langan and we are joined to, oh no we are joined eventually in a little bit by Ryan's little brother uh we are excited for that um yeah there we go the you guys are in a bit of a delay so uh you're just getting to us now sorry for the uh the delays in getting started uh we had some snafus yeah. amongst the radio team we which is say unfortunate names, uh, but we will say social security numbers <laughs> uh but I'd like to start out uh, today's broadcast by going, by having a little monologue. Um, this weekend, I forgot that I was lactose intolerant. That's, how, how does one manage to um, get lactose intolerance? I'm pretty sure that's... Uh, so lactose intolerance is a relatively new development in my life. Uh, I'm talking over the last like six months. Um, and generally, I'm pretty good in terms of dairy intake. Um, the, the extent of my dairy intake for the most part is on cheeseburgers and in cereal. Uh, and I haven't bought cereal in a long time. And that's all for dinner. One meal. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um. and so there's not like a ton of dairy, but every so often I find myself, um, in a position where I'm uh, a little, little drunk, a little drunk, uh, maybe a little high, uh, Maybe a little both. And I go into the Morton Williams Uh-oh. right off of 23rd and 2nd. And I go to the cookies section. I buy myself a package, like a full fucking three sleeves of red velvet Oreos. They're my kryptonite. They Literally, they're your right. kryptonite. <laughs> Usually, I remember to buy the lactate because you can't have fucking Oreos without milk. Right. And this time... I totally forgot to buy lactaid. I bought whatever the cheapest, whatever, uh, whatever that farms is. I don't, I don't even know. The yeah, items. I bought. I just bought two percent. Standard. Two percent. Definitely not lactose free milk. It was lactose full, because let me tell you, <laughs> for the rest of the night, the rest of the night. I'm sure, the East Floor Bathroom the, was. Uh, Having a, having a real minute. The toilet right next to the uh, ping toilet on the floor, because every floor in the dorm has a ping toilet, you know this. Uh, that toilet for the next six hours, I want to say, was a worse war zone than Fallujah.
1: I really think you did this in the, in the peace
2: stall. Uh, no, right next to the peace. Oh, All okay, God, okay, what okay, okay. I? am not that. I suicidal. thought you were a kind
1: of a savage or something.
2: No, 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 no. God, God, God. No, that would be too much. But this, this, this brings me to my next point. I don't know if I'm just retarded. I'm operating under the assumption that I am. But at what point in like your personal evolution, right? I'm not talking about like long term evolution, like Darwin type stuff. <laughs> I'm just talking about it in terms of just being a, a functioning human a, a, adult human being. At what point is it unacceptable for you to forget that you cannot have something because you're gonna have a diarrhea like they talk about? Like if this was the nineteen hundred if this was like the turn of the twentieth century, the, New York they, City, I might you be were dead. dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, go out, milk your goat, your cow, or whatever. I, have a nice hearty uh-huh. swig and just fucking kick it.
2: Yep. That, it. You, I finally realized what kicking it refers to. Kicking the bucket. Yeah. Did you not know this? No, 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 no. I knew what I knew what kicking the bucket meant. Okay. But I just referred to what the action. I just like a couple of days ago, it just hit me. Like you know how 90% of the time people don't realize that there's an arrow in the middle of the FedEx logo. Right. Until he oh, pointed yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I didn't put together what kicking the bucket literally meant until I watched an episode of The Simpsons. There we go. Where Mo Sizlack goes to kill himself. Right? And it refers to when you put a, when you put a, like a, when you try to hang yourself, if you like have something supporting you, you, the, oh, what kills kick, you is the drop. So you're literally kicking, kicking the, the bucket, bucket out from under you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our our uh, our guest is looking at looking at Ryan like he's retired. Let's let's take him off mute. Let's let's introduce him. Uh I guess that this is time to bring up uh the story we brought him here for. Uh our next our next story uh, is kind of a wild ride. Um a story came out the other day courtesy of the Daily Mail, our favorite English uh, Pseudo tabloid uh, news establishment in which Pamela Anderson came out uh, in an interview and described some of her uh, more high profile former lovers. Uh, and one of these people, one of these former lovers that uh, the former Baywatch star named, uh, was Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, that's the same Vladimir yes. Putin that just assassinated an ex-Russian spy and his child. But he
1: has a caring side for uh, Pamela Anderson. For,
2: yes, for
1: for I wonder why. I mean, she must have a much uh, much desired emotional support for him in these trying times. Anyway.
2: Here to discuss the Pamela Anderson bombshell is our in-house syphilis expert, Mr. Connor Langan, a Binghamton freshman? Yes, freshman. What's up? Connor, welcome to the show. What's Hello. up? How you doing, bro?
0: I'm great. How are you doing? Yeah, talking you you to talk the
1: mic.
2: Hello. There we go. <laughs> All right, we're in, so. we're in. We're in. We're in. We are in. Vladimir Putin. So.
1: Uh, uh, he's in.
2: <laughs> just to <laughs> just to uh, just to look back at the whole story, some of his, some of the other lovers she named were Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, and an ex soccer player, uh, Adil Rami. Who cares?
0: Um,
2: <laughs> now, Vladimir, like we're not we're a very sex positive uh, radio show here. We do not shame, but. We've we've seen what Pamela Anderson is capable of. <laughs> um, I know. I speak from experience. Uh, and and I mean her exceptional
1: uh, portrayal of her role in Baywatch.
2: Let other things in the water, <laughs> uh, specifically on boats, uh, with known hepatitis haver. Oh, uh, fucking Tommy Ooh. Lee. Oh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee's a dirty motherfucker. He looks dirty. You know, I'm not he saying does, Pam Anderson's dirty. dirty. I'm not saying she's dirty. She's no, a wonderful no, lady. No, I'm saying... But Tommy Anderson... Is Tommy, he- Lee, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee. Is the hip... Uh, the He's hip a fucking a- dirty son of a bitch. So, statistically, three quarters of people have uh, some form of herpes, right? Statistically, or I, I wouldn't say... I shouldn't say statistically, but I'm, we're operating under the assumption that uh, Pamela Anderson has some form of not saying that it's active, not saying that it's bad, but something. Tommy Lee's a known hep-haver, uh, you know.
1: A known hep-haver.
2: Yes. Um, so, do we think that – actually, let's – here's the question. First question I want to ask our uh, resident venereal disease expert. Uh, who do you think has a more diseased dick? Vladimir Putin or Donald Trump? Donald Trump. You think Donald Trump? Without a doubt. Without a doubt.
1: He's in on the Trump I'd have to agree I
0: feel like Trump He he thinks who he is He'll have sex with So many models Porn stars Whoever you
1: know He has been known To lurk backstage At uh, beauty pageants
2: And whatnot. See here's the thing I think if he would have had Some sort of Sexually transmitted disease We would have known by now A lot of shit Mm. Has come out about him You know what I mean (laughs) Like I, I would Yeah that would have come out is medical history, stuff like that, yeah, that definitely would have come out. I'm not saying that it's clean.
1: I'm not. Was the question who has more or who is more who, likely to have at least one? Who is who has more, a more likely? Disease, dick was the question. That, the but, but Ryan dick. poses a,
2: a, arguably a better question: who is more likely to have a diseased dick? I I think that's actually an easy question. I think that's easily Donald Trump.
1: I would agree. Just because I don't know. Because I, I feel like Putin's not. Before this Pamela Anderson thing, I did not think of him as one who uh, went for prostitutes or or like right, promiscuous or even sexual in any way. What, anyway. what, what I was going weird... to say,
2: I think, I think the situation here is Donald Trump, like like women, like Trump's a high profile guy. Right. Before this, he wasn't a government official, so I think it's a situation where Trump, like women, would go up to him, you know, because he's. He's wealthy. He's powerful. He's 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 uh, the Trumpster
1: downstairs, right? So
2: huge, right? So I think that was a situation where, where he was being approached by women, uh, which I again wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and but if they,
1: and if they got too close, he just reaches out and goes. Of
2: course, uh, but I think it's a situation where Putin, like women, can't get close enough to be like, "I want to have sex with you." You know, Putin. Putin points. And he tells yeah. his fucking goons, bring me that one. <laughs> and they bring him that one.
1: That thing. Bring that thing over here.
2: I... Putin, Putin, he's. Uh, but Trump
0: just, he, he grabs him by the pussy. He
1: just grabs right. him. He well, just reaches right out. He goes for it.
0: Walking because down he's Donald street. Trump.
2: That's the thing. We know. We know what a fucking Crete Trump is. True. What, like, I, that's what scares me more is I don't, we don't know what type of Crete, we don't know what Putin's into. You know what i mean for all we know putin can have a fucking multi-million dollar sex dungeon in the basement of the kremlin <laughs> like a converted torture cellar. i hope he does I, and if that, he doesn't
1: it, uh, i think they should have gotten on that i feel like they'd be into that even for a non-sexual purpose just to have a torture chamber at the ready
2: yeah yeah, yeah that's right Uh, It's uh, 6.18. It is time for a word from our sponsor. Uh, We will be right back after a word from Fritz Nip Cigarettes. Since world peace is a bigger pipe dream than walking again, I have settled on focusing on my inner peace. And whenever I need to refocus myself on peace, I light a Fritz Nip Cigarette. Just one puff, and by God, it feels like I'm walking on water. I'm Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and I smoke Fritznips. And we're back after that. Uh, thank you to Fritznip Cigarettes. Yes, of course. Thank for, you for, uh, I want a Fritsnip yeah. right now. Yeah, yes. I could go
1: for a Fritznip for sure.
2: Anyway, uh, on to our next story. Barbara Streisand. What the fuck
1: is that about? So, bro? Uh,
2: Barbara Streisand, uh, the singer best known for being as loud as she is ugly, uh, made waves. Yeah. Is my song? Yeah. Made waves uh, last week when she told ABC News that she cloned her dead dog, Samantha. Creepy. Three times. Creepy. Very creepy. Three times she cloned her dead dog, Samantha. And this uh, Wait, no,
1: wait, oh, whoa, whoa, wait. Was it in several processes or was it singular? It said She, she so, gave so, them the again, cells. Again, I, think. Again, I she let, gave the me, cells let me explain. And it, let me... It's, the article said it produced.
2: Right. So I'm four. I'm going into it. I'm going into it. Wow. So
1: Larry was there.
2: So uh Anyway, um basically uh she she casually referred to the fact that she cloned her dead dog in an ABC news interview. And people obviously were incredibly creeped out. Um, and she then, I guess for some odd reason, felt obligated to send or write, rather, a letter to the editor. Or like a, write a op-ed to the New York Times. In which she explained her decision to clone her dead dog, Samantha. Now, what she said... Uh, Basically, the dog was dead. And they took, uh, they took cells from the inside of the dog's cheek. And, and, the stomach. and the stomach. Right, and the inside of the stomach. And they fuck I don't know how, but they fucking cloned it. Right? They made life from where there was none.
1: <laughs>
2: TLDR. And it produced four puppies. One of which died because they couldn't play god well enough i suppose <laughs> and uh the rest of the three look exactly the same as the old dog have the same traits as the old dog it's fucking scary and She's, this woman she
1: she says though that that um doesn't have the same soul as her puppy. She, so, she so why not just
0: it? buy a dog of the same breed instead of fucking cloning it? It's weird. Yeah.
1: In the interim between when she sent her dead dog's DNA to the people who clone dogs, apparently, and what is this—a website or something—you go and clone your fucking dog?
2: I suppose. Right, well, uh, well the... she's fucking Barbara Streisand. She can afford the best of whatever she wants. True, but... the best of 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 a new
1: uh, whatever, whatever. um, in the interim period when she was waiting for her clone to see if it could be cloned she bought another dog
2: yeah yeah and then she gave that
1: fucking dog up she gave the dog away like what the fuck she wanted her old dog back so she gave away the other dog she's she's still not happy you know
2: what what? I I want my grandma back (laughs) I wish my grandma was still alive (laughs) bake me shit I'm not gonna go find her dead body (laughs) Take out whatever shred of DNA I can. Have her cloned. Nor am I going to go out and buy a new grandma. <laughs> I'm just going to let my grandma <laughs> die and rest in peace.
1: Right. L- leave, it, leave it alone. Le- just leave it alone. God! She, and she had the dog for like 20 years or something. That's a long fucking time to have a dog. Regardless. what do you still... <sighs>
2: Would she want to die with the dog in her arms? Listen, has anybody ever sat her down and made sure that she watched Old Yeller from beginning to end? Made her what? Made her watch Old Yeller from beginning to end. Because <laughs> I think it would be very helpful for Mr. Eisen. Yeah,
1: it would be, it would be a therapeutic experience.
2: It's fucking disgusting. It's the real,
1: the real ways of the world. That's how Larry started killing animals.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It, it's creepy because like, it's like, I'm trying to like, what, what do you think? Like, I, I think one of the reasons I'm so disturbed is if Barbara Streisand, if they can clone a dead dog right presumably they can genetically modify an organism to be like something else did she take right?
1: wait did she take the dna of when the dog was dead
2: right before it died she said, ba- oh, she right said okay so i was going to say oh, that's, that's, like, they make that's, like, that's like that's like that's like when uh, dead DNA. when your grandmother's a vegetable yes right yeah, and, they, and they and they and they say and they say would you like to would you like to say goodbye right and you go in and you say goodbye but but grandma's not listening <laughs> you know what i mean Grandma, Grandma is alive. She's got tubes in her, Keep it her that way. She doesn't know, but she's out hearing. <laughs> it's not. It's like my mother used to say. It's going in one in and out the other. It's not even going in one. Day. <laughs> that dog was good as dead. You know, like if that was if that was it's like a harassment, goldfish, honestly, it would have been flushed already.
1: Like if I, if you if you go and cut a slice out of your, your dying grandmother just because you want to maybe have another one someday. Yeah, that's a pretty w- shitty way to
2: the, you know hang out on your deathbed. Let the bitch die. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the dog. Uh anyway. Um, internet on this computer sucks. Uh, uh there we go. But um, but yeah, uh, she also in the interview said uh, that she's not going to perform live ever again because she still has stage fright. What? Yeah. Stage fright? Yeah, you know what that means?
1: <laughs> yes, I know what stage fright means. Thank you.
2: Wait, who was it, though? Barbara Streisand! Oh, uh, Barb. <laughs> good old Barb. Uh, On to, uh... i like to preface this next, this next story um, with a song. Um, it is a song from one of the best movies uh, of all time. It is absolutely phenomenal, Um, and it will set the mood for what's up next. Uh, Coming up, Holiday Road (laughs) (laughs) from National Lampoon's Vacation. Back. Uh, that was Holiday Road by the man named Lindsey Buckingham. Thank you for the clarification. What a fun guy! Uh, I'm sure he had fun in elementary school. Anyway, that sets up our next story. Um, this brought to us courtesy of. Uh, I'll leave it at the one, the only Fox News. The lead, Chevy Chase, gets into roadside fight with young drivers who had to look up who he was. That I don't know just, if it's
1: sadder for those people that they didn't know Chevy Chase or that Chevy Chase it's, is off the fucking deep It's back.
2: so sad. Like, <laughs> I am i can't fathom somebody who doesn't know who Chevy Chase is. Um, Wait, who's Chevy Chase? I'm just what joking. Asshole. <laughs> Um, I can't fathom somebody who genuinely doesn't know who Chevy Chase is. um, Because especially the last few years, Chevy Chase has, like, unintentionally been in the news all the time. Um, For what? Getting drunk, primarily. (laughs) He's a bad drinker. He's literally his character. He, like, made a fool of himself at SNL 40. Um, He, like, fucking whatever. Um, But, yeah. uh, So, anyway, uh, the story uh, reports uh, that... Uh, oh, yeah, here's the best part. Chevy Chase got his ass kicked, apparently. Uh, a mm-hmm. Long Island man said he kicked Chevy Chase in self-defense on an upstate highway when the unhinged actor <laughs> lunged at him and warned, I'm going to ruin your lives! <laughs> Do you know who the fuck I am? Michael Andreo, 22, a UPS worker from East Patchogue, told The Post that he and his girlfriend and another couple were headed north to go snowmobiling February 9th when a blue Mercedes... Flashed its lights at them and pulled them pulled next to them at the Governor Mario M. Cuomo bridge. Uh, well, so
1: they don't mention anything about Chevy Chase committing any type of violation or I mean the people in front of him committing any kind of violation yeah, apparently, I think he just picked them apparently and he
2: just picked them and started to like try to run them off the road uh, <laughs> uh, We were in the right uh this is what the victims will call him said. We were in the right lane, and as we came up to the bridge, we went to the middle lane. Uh, it was an old guy yelling, something we couldn't hear. Super pissed off. We just tried to get the heck away from him. He followed us the whole length of the bridge, <laughs> driving crazy. He's persistent. This man My friend opened no his reason. window and just said, I apologize, we were just trying to go upstate. <laughs> you know who the fuck I am? Landrio said Chase screamed. Then he started cursing at me for no reason and said, I'm going to ruin your lives. Fuck you. Um... Chevy Chase has come a long way from his heyday making movies and being on the first few seasons of SNL. Now, if you have seen the glorious work of Chevy Chase in his heyday, this is even sadder. Uh, there's a microphone for a reason, Connor. Yes, yes. I was just pointing out that my
0: brother Ryan, one summer, watched Caddyshack every single night until he fell asleep to it, and he broke the
1: DVD. The after DVD the summer. is broken. Yeah, it no longer works. The DVD. I used to put that to go to bed. I didn't have cable in my room or anything. I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I too did, much I Caddyshack. Never just,
2: Caddyshack. Is there a such thing as too much Caddyshack? <laughs>
1: a whole summer's worth.
2: <laughs> Bill Murray. Apparently, for every every
1: the line. DVD. Seriously. Every single line was improvised. Bill is fucking hilarious. That's crazy. Varmint, boom, dang.
2: <laughs>
1: that gopher. Gotta get that gopher.
2: Um, but yeah, so... Now, I know a lot of Chevy Chase's contemporaries were into drugs. John Belushi, obviously. No. Um, Gilda Radner, I think, liked... Uh, Powder her nose here and there. Um, a lot of them. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, definitely. He's like yeah. a conspiracy theorist now. Is um, he really? Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Ghostbusting?
2: Definitely did his share of cocaine back in yeah. the day. Um, but so, what makes me sad is that, like, really when he was super young, like, when he was when he was in his heyday, he never really had that much shit going on. You know, like, he was yeah. never really a bad seed true. and now when he's old is when it starts to go his legacy starts to go to shit like nobody's going to remember him for National Lampoon or SNL they're going to remember him as the dude that tried killing two young couples on the highway in (laughs) upstate New York
1: yeah really what the fuck is he so pissed about like he's sitting there having some shitty life
2: yeah Connor, any
1: thoughts?
0: Um, che- Chevy's crazy. <laughs> That's a fair Chevy assumption. is fucking done. <laughs> yeah, Chevy's done. Case.
2: All right, on to our last official story for the day. Um, let me pull up the story just to make sure I have all of it correct because this is a this is a bit of a crazy story. Uh, out of our friends in the UK, at the Telegraph, um, cows are getting licenses. In India, like, the headline, India plans to give 88 million cows, quote, identity cards,
0: which can be tracked online. They don't have enough people. They're giving IDs. They need, they need <laughs> to <laughs> give it to cows. To,
2: right. So they got, what is it, 1.2 billion? Something like that. The like most that. populated country, I think. Right. They, but they have the time and the resources to give 88 million cows,
0: ID cards, like they don't have the time or the resources for that, right? They can't.
2: So, so the way it's working is um, basically uh, yellow tags are going to be placed on the animals' ears uh, by a hundred thousand technicians. Quote technicians is what they call them across the country uh, in an effort to boost the income of the dairy sector by twenty twenty. Now, wo. What The tagging system is going to help boost their economy after spending? I guess for efficiency, because
1: uh, uh, if you're morning?
2: selling cattle, if you're trying to buy the cattle, you can look up their disease. It's like a Carfax, but for cows, it's a Calfax. Oh, my God. Right? Now, here's one thing that doesn't sit well with me. 88 million creatures are involuntarily being rounded up just because they're cows being forced to wear a yellow identification tag that they cannot take off by the proclamation of government to boost the people in power's ability to produce for the rest of the country. Well, they just barcoded
1: their cows.
2: I'm not saying they're Nazis,
1: <laughs>
2: but I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> Choose any color but yellow. You know, like urban outfitters almost got ran out of business Here they put a yellow triangle on a otherwise innocuous shirt, right? That really is they they could have definitely had to have thought of a
1: better way than
2: I wanna know why there was why why my fellow Jews, why they why they got up in uproar when urban outfitters did it. But when the Indians decide to do it, it's willy nilly. Do we not care about the suffering of other, other individuals anymore, any of other creatures? Lest we forget that the cow is sacred in India. Oh, you didn't know that, Connor? I did not. Cows are sacred. That's why they have to. There was a provision in the law making making it forcibly, quote unquote, humane.
0: Forcibly, do they eat cows?
2: Uh, No. So
0: why are they tagging them? For for dairy. Oh, dairy, milk, cheese. Yes. That, well
1: I that's don't stuff.
2: think there's not a lot of cheese in Indian food. Mm, I don't know.
1: No I'm not up to date on my Indian food. There's cuisine.
2: not. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't fucking know. But uh I hope our voice uh voice levels are good. Uh we seem to hear it here and there from the from the good people at WHCS outside. Um, <laughs> we have some time left, uh so I want to take this opportunity. Uh, to talk about some of my favorite, or talk about our first beef, actually. The Mike Show is embroiled in its first public beef. And this beef is with the not-so-good people at Bear Burger Murray Hill. Now, a couple of days ago, I ordered through Grubhub. Some of you might call it Seamless. Same app, same company. I ordered through that uh, that company. I ordered a bison burger with uh, like the fancy ass bacon, some cheddar cheese, some sriracha mayo. Nice, along with a nice coffee because it was my lunch. Was that right. about? Uh, let me let me check the receipts. That was early afternoon. Right. Yep. Can you seamless that? I. Uh. Here we go. I ordered the food at one fifty something. One fifty something. So let's say one fifty. Right. Two p.m. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Right. At four thirty three, I tweeted out about how I still not had received my order. You know why? Apparently. Apparently the delivery guy tried to call my number but it wasn't going through it was going straight to voicemail I informed the company then how are you reaching me <laughs> the man the man from Bearburger Murray Hill I believe Noah was his name he said well I don't know but it's now working on the delivery guy's phone I go yeah it's cuz he didn't try you schmuck <laughs> He probably ate my burger. <laughs> right? Noah, fella, he told me, I don't, I don't think so. He assured me that my food would get there. This was two hours after I had ordered. I, told him, I don't he want that him. food even it's... if you didn't eat it. That's going to be a cold burger. My coffee's, my iced coffee is going to be watered down and no longer iced. Right? It's true. Guy goes, you're absolutely right. I'll have our chefs cook up a new one. Get it right out to you. Another 45 minutes goes by. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm saying to my... I, they, he said he would refund me, right? Okay. Finally, I get a call. Not from the delivery guy, but from the restaurant. Hey, our delivery guy is downstairs, right? I guess they were trying to alibi their driver out in case I confronted him. Mm-hmm. Right? I go downstairs. What do I proceed to find in the bag? And this is at like 4.48... Four forty nine. What do I find in the bag? I find an ice cold burger and a perfectly lukewarm, watered down iced coffee. Oh shit! That doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't
1: sit well with anybody.
2: You want to know how much I paid for this meal? Thirteen forty two. That's adorable. I paid $26 with the delivery fee. What? The delivery fee was $3.50 and I t- I tipped the additional driver. I tipped the driver additionally on top of that cuz I know he probably doesn't get the tips. Or well, he doesn't get the delivery fees. That's bullshit.
1: That is real bullshit.
2: That's bullshit. Oh my god. Yes. All right. So, Talk Bear Burger to yeah. our two listeners. <laughs> I want each and every one of you. I it's on that. I'm not. I'm not saying you should tweet at Bear Burger, but they do respond. They like the tweet I put out at the Mike Show NYC. I'm not saying you should tweet at them. I'm not saying you should send them strongly worded letters. What I am saying is, I should is that you should voice your displeasure in some way, some safe, humane way. Voice your displeasure. We don't want anthrax. None of that business. <laughs> Just voice your displeasure. Legally. Don't get yourselves fucked over this, because Bear Burger already fucked me. And I will not stand for it. Our radio radio war will last until they publicly apologize. You may say that I am issuing a radio fatwa against them. (laughs) Courtesy of... The food, Mullah. Yours truly. I will not rest. I will not sleep. I will not give up until the Bear Burger of Murray Hill apologizes to us publicly, and not just apologizes, but allocutes.
1: Well, it's an allocution and some food.
2: An allocution, yeah. I am free food. Yeah, they didn't even refund me. Those fucks. I think they should. allocution they is sh- a public. Uh, a public revelation and confession of what they did wrong.
1: I think Bear Burger should now cater all of our shows every week. I like this. Wednesday I like six this. o'clock. I like this. I think they for the very le- at the very least. For the trauma they've caused.
2: The trauma. It took me all it took me almost three hours to get a damn burger and a coffee.
1: This man waited three hours. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. You mail us a few menus, and we'll um, see where we go from there.
2: I. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to send them a uh, letter, on letterhead from a made-up law firm. Do it. I think that's our best bet. What do you boys think? I think. Um,
1: I think the thing you said about anthrax should definitely not be done.
2: Definitely no anthrax. Definitely none. Can't stress (laughs) that enough. I I could go for
0: a bear burger right now.
2: I... (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be welcome back on our airwaves any other time? No bear burger. No bear
1: burger. If you see someone eating a bear burger, slap it out of their hands. Slap it! Tell them... Tell them what we're about here. And then piss on it.
2: Die, that might cause <laughs> oh, other problems. Oh, okay. don't so <laughs> don't piss on it. Do not do not touch your genitals in public. Do not think about touching your genitals in public. No. <laughs> no, Connor. Um Yeah, we are almost out of time. Uh we have a couple of more minutes. Uh so Connor, do you have any uh any last words before we wrap up?
0: Hi, Gianni. <laughs> My Hi girlfriend. Johnny.
2: Uh Gianni, Gianni. Yes, not Johnny. Not Johnny.
0: Gianni. I do call her Johnny though. Too many too many syllables in Gianni. Um just drop an i. It's just Johnny.
2: Okay, do you, uh ever during sexual intercourse Ooh, just screen? what, what? Oh, Johnny. Jonathan.
0: Um, no, I, I usually just, I just say, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man.
2: <laughs> Binghamton University's finest. Uh, Ryan. Yes. Last words.
1: Last words. Take all the time. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Well, I'm surprised we made it here. I thought the blizzard would be much worse. So I thought we uh, might have to skip this week. Thankfully, we are here. We're here with my broski, which is appreciated. Lawrence, how about you remember you're fucking lactose intolerant. Yes. Nice. <laughs> that and, would be um, nice.
0: And let's all just go eat at bear burger after this. Oh, no. Fuck oh you. Oh, oh, let's go.
2: Uh, okay. no yeah
1: that's us it's not,
2: let's not um... um this is not a privileged communication that's... this is quite the opposite <laughs> this is purposefully not privileged yes um anyway uh my last words been watching a lot of uh well actually my last word i want to relate it to um Related it to something we talked about last week, which is how much Law & Order I've been watching. Now, it's still the same, same situation. I've watched more Law & Order over the past two weeks than I think I've ever watched combined in the rest of my life. And I am highly disturbed by the fact that we have not had Law & Order copycat killers. Law and Order is a show that lends itself to catchy crime ideas. You know? Like Law and Order purposefully, for our short attention spans as a society, packs as much not only legal procedure but criminal procedure into each episode as possible. True. And you know the old saying, learn from your mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes.
1: You think Law and Order is a tool I, for.
2: I think that's all and Law and Order is
1: doing. Breeding <laughs> nut bars.
2: And I have to say, be careful out there. I want to tell the detectives of the various group, various units of the NYPD, start watching this shit because it, it might save your life one day. It, it just might. It's not it, just TV. I would also look into the writing. It also might make you. Uh, that's, the, uh, <laughs> that's a wonderful point. How many of the fucking writers do you think – like it takes, a, it takes a sick individual to write, like SVU. Yeah, like you
1: violent know, like, rapes. Like, like who, who, who sits there and like my passion is to write violent rape. And, well, if they, they make write, a lot of money. If they yeah, write make their, make
2: their money, shows, money. If, they write, if their writing ideas come to them like my writing ideas come to mine, where like in the middle of the night I'll wake up with something in my head and I'll be like, oh, I got to write this down. That's even worse. Because who in the middle of the night wakes <laughs> well, up a crazy with, dream. Thoughts, with thoughts of just, just, just violent gang rape or of, of violent child fucking porn? Because that's really all SVU is about. It's true. People eat it up. But that's what SVU is about.
1: Yeah, the
2: viewers, who wakes the, up and says, oh, "Oh, that's how this motherfucker tried getting away with it? Let me write that down. <laughs> you know? Like, that's the perfect alibi. You know, if you're an SVU writer, you could probably get away with anything because they come to your house, they execute the search warrant, they search all your shit, they see basically your entire MO, just plastered to the page. They'd be like, ha ha ha, gotcha,
1: <laughs> was going away for a long episode. time.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, we were about to produce that next week. I write for Law & Order. Ridiculous. Watch out, NYPD! Watch out, people. How'd your kids? How'd your wife? Anyway, that's all the time we have. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Mike Show. Thank you for joining. Leading you out is the song by Steely Dan, "Reeling in the Years." Thank you, guys. See you next week. Also, call into our show. The number is posted at our Twitter at The Mike Show NYC. Follow us. We will follow you back. Call us. Hope to hear from you guys. Have a good week.
1: Fresh as I can't understand. Are you reeling in the
2: years, Stowing away the time? Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Are you reeling in the years?